This is a Showbile podcast. Welcome to episode 11 of Bucks on Knox. Ty Demra here, and thanks for tuning in. And on today's show, we're going to take a look at the results of the NBA Finals and also at some beef going on between two NBA players. And then uh, we're going to see where we stand in the NHL Stanley Cup Finals as well. And uh, there's been some more big names that have joined Live Golf today as well. We're going to take a look at all of that. And then uh, before we wrap up, we've also got some UFC picks for you. And we did pretty good on uh, this past Saturday. So hopefully we can keep that train rolling. But uh, first things first, we got to exactly. check in with the lads, DK and Stu. And uh, Stu's uh, choo-chooing over there. So uh, how are you doing there, Stu? We're, we're, we're punching tickets all aboard the UFC train, all aboard the Thai train, the Thai Hell Express. Yeah. Well, fucking DK was nailing picks too there on the weekend. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. Everyone, th- these two guys are fucking are on fire on the UFC like always. They, I don't think there's ever been a cold spell. No, Fuck. no, we've uh, it's done free money. pretty good, pretty good so far. I mean, 11 in and we're still nailing them. Yeah, last episode was named How to Make Money in June. It's a fucking walkthrough. If you listened before Saturday, it was a walk. It was just an easy, it was just easy money given out to you. It's pretty much that every weekend. Um, don't, don't take that as a, as a signed contract because <laughs> I don't want to promise free money and then you lose, but Hey, it's about as guaranteed as there is in the betting world as these two guys on UFC. So that's all I want to say. Um, as far as updates, what the hell did I even do this weekend? I can't even remember. Not much. Oh, I went and saw my girlfriend for for a day, and then uh, it was Father's Day. Um, watched the Jays game. Um, well, didn't go, but watched it on TV with my with my the big man. And then uh, it was a big win. You see that one, DK? With the was it Ten- the comeback on the Yankees? Yep. Yep. Yeah, I was watching that, that one. one too. Yeah. Yeah, we needed that one. Fucking uh, Jays have been struggling recently, but I don't know if you wrote that down as topics. Ty, was the Jays a topic on this one? I didn't throw it in here, but uh, we could always get All to right, that. All right, I'll just, I'll just, well, I'll just run it right now. Fucking, I would just want to ask, huh? fucking, what's your thoughts on uh, Kevin Gossman? Fucking, he's struggling a bit lately, and that that was the thing when we got him. Right, that was the one knock on him is like he gasses out sometimes. Like the deeper he goes in the season, are we starting to see that? So personally, I'm not like incredibly worried at the moment, but uh, maybe like one more bad start. Does he play tonight? Who's pitching tonight? It was, uh, yeah, it was Gossman tonight. Gossman tonight so going Gossman, against the White Sox. If Gossman tonight has a, struggles again, maybe I start to start sweating a little bit. I, uh, I, I went on the over for tonight's game, which is we're recording on Tuesday. This might come out on Wednesday. So we're recording on Tuesday against the White Sox. It's Cease versus Gosman on the mound. I, I went on the over nine. I think the struggles continue. I was looking up a couple things, watching some film, as they would say, on Kevin Gosman. They're just not swinging at his splitter anymore, which is what was at, was getting him all his outs, all of his ground outs, mm-hmm. all of his strikeouts early in the season. Seems like the league has kind of figured that out. They're laying off the splitter, which is tough for a pitcher when that's your go-to get him out pitch, and the league's kind of figured it out, I don't know if he's got a secondary get him out pitch right now. Hey, got to bring up the full arsenal. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard as a starting pitcher when like your fastball is your only thing going for you, right? Like that's why, that's why starters are starters. You gotta got you gotta have like a, a kind of like lots of diversity in your arsenal there. So, or at least two like like you know like men. Oh, there you go. Beer for Ty. You heard it on the mic. <laughs> I had to get but, it on the and, mic uh, there. 
I love Thank that you. sound. That's my favorite sound in the world, I think. Crack Either that or a, or a cold can opening. I like bottles over cans, but like the of a can or a bottle, like that fucking beauty sound. You like the moans of the X-rated videos you watch. <laughs> They're all right, too. <laughs> you What's know, the song by done... Kid Rock? Or no, it's Elton John. He's like, I like the song or the sound of a switchblade knife. And uh, fuck, what is Switch it? Switchblade and a motorbike. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Fucking add to the list. Fucking bo- beer bottle opening, can opening, and whatever John said he likes there. I, hey, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just fucking Anyways, with you. I just want to get some fucking Jay shit out of the game. I just want to let everyone know that. Uh, hey, also, before I say anything, at the start of the season, I said um, I was betting Jays. I thought Jays win the AL East was a lock, and I even <sighs> bet Jays to go to the World Series. We're not, and I see now. I thought it was like we had like a flawless roster. I see now there's some holes. There's some stuff that. Uh, can definitely. My, I just had the weirdest mouth noise. I hope you boys didn't hear that. That was right <laughs> but, in the uh, throat. It came right through the yeah, headphones. That was right that, into the holy mic. Fuck, boy. <laughs> I chugged water too good. Holy, we're in shambles. Bad start. That's the, the panic alarm, dude. Talking about the panic button, too. There's <laughs> the <laughs> alarm siren right there. <laughs> Bodily functions. Do we restart? Holy fuck. Anyways, I don't know. I think we that leave it in there. I'm happy that you called out. If you didn't call it out, I was going to say, John loved the middle of the sentence. We heard the throat show up. Like. Yeah. <laughs> That's a Mongolian throat singing right there, buddy. Oh, I, just a, I just had a mouth fart. Take that in. But uh, had a burp? That'd be a burp, dude. That was something else. That was like fucking was alien shit, dude. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> It was it was the demons crawling out of my body. Eh? <laughs> I guess. Eh? Hopefully, you fucking got them all out there. Exactly. You're, you're performing scary. your fucking voodoo dark magic on the other yeah. side. Hey, like, fucking! I didn't think you'd notice, but there you go. <laughs> Holy fuck! You can't you can't not notice that. I was I heard that fucking full blast. I'm sure you, guys <laughs> you see the the Avalanche fans were doing goddamn voodoo there on uh, a couple of games ago or something. I, I don't think they were doing voodoo. I think that was just that. Was hey, it? <laughs> yeah. You were chill. These uh, guys are chill. Hey, <laughs> fuck. Maybe some kind of weird Colorado voodoo or some shit, eh? Yeah, that's what they do in Colorado, and they're all stoned. I said they're all yeah. fucking Mile the high city. <laughs> yeah. Just Probably. Eh? They chill, looked like voodoo dude. to me, though. They're both Stoke, like. Stoked, dude. You put them side by side <laughs> with those other guys doing the Calgary, in Calgary doing the voodoo, and like they're both doing like something there. I didn't know who they were looking at. If they were looking at Vassy, you'd have a hard time convincing me that wasn't voodoo. <laughs> right on uh anyways forget where i was even going what the fuck was i even saying baseball we're Something talking about, about uh goose man goose man <laughs> what, what sound does your geese make oh, they, squawk. Hiss they hiss at you yeah, yeah fuck you fucking asshole anyways man. i forget Jeez. what the fuck i was saying oh yeah i was saying at the start of the first podcast i think i had a f- told everyone i had a futures bet place for uh for uh, Jays make the World Series and Jays uh, win AL East. I thought the AL East was a lock. We're not better than the Yankees right now. Just fact of the matter. Fuck the Yankees. Our pitching starting rotation isn't as deep as I thought it was. And we have too many right-handed bats and our bullpen's just not up to snuff. So uh, obviously we're still a sick team, but like uh, the Yankees are just uh, like a mile ahead of us right now. And uh, I was just an overconfident Jays fan. So I apologize for... um, being biased on a sports podcast. So are you saying it's time to hit the panic button or what? 
Because we were talking like oh, no, two or three no, episodes no. I think, ago. Dude, they got right, so it could still happen. Out. I mean, you could still go World oh, Series. Buddy. I don't know about winning the AL East, but you could yeah, fucking take yeah, the World yeah. Series still, though. Yeah, we need it. We need we need to make some moves though at, uh, before the deadline. Yeah, uh, they I'd don't like have the team right left- now. You don't think? Eh? Fair. I'd like another left-handed bat, like a dangerous left-handed bat, and um, some bullpen help. Nah, probably not. The starters, I think, are good. Like Stripling, as long as he settles in. Kikuchi, like, kind of does what we expected, but he's he's struggling a bit. And DK looks like he's Barrios. questioning those uh, those names you mentioned there. I don't know. I just think what? the starters. <laughs> we have the talent in the starting rotation for three guys. Barrios pitched last night. And he still isn't looking as great as we hoped he would. But I still, for some reason, there's something st- still in me that believes he can figure it out and be a uh, uh, a useful guy in in the playoffs. But and I think Gosman will figure it out. I'm not worried at all about Gosman yet. And tonight is where I kind of start like, if he has a bad start tonight, like I said, then I'm kind of like, uh oh. But for now, um, I'm still pretty confident, and and Manoa, I'm obviously super confident in, and then. Kikuchi has, yeah, he's struggling a little bit, but it's. I think it's only he can only do better than what he's done, really. Maybe I'm wrong. And then Stripling, Stripling, he's like kind of reliant or like reliable, but like what he, Ryu hurt. They lost to Ryu hurt, but like even he wasn't pitching well. A starter would be nice. I'm saying like if I got a start, if we got a starter at the deadline, it would be a good piece to add. Yep. But I'm saying that I'd say a a, a reliable piece in the bullpen is. And a left-handed batter, both higher on the to-do list for this coming deadline than uh, a rotation pieces. Not to uh, rehash a conversation, but you know who that reliable piece in the bullpen should fucking be is Nate Goddamn Pearson. Where are you <laughs> at, brother? You got hurt, dude. I got hurt again. again. <laughs> like this guy is maybe the least durable human in the world. This guy's made of <laughs> fucking glass. I love that's that. what happens, yeah. dude. That's what happens when you have the guys that are just fucking steam fuck, or they're just flamethrowers. You know what I mean? Like they, they, they fucking blow at their elbows and shoulders and shit. Like, yep, happens. Yeah, it's 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 tough because he's done it every single fucking year, and it's like they just continue to try to stretch him out, and he continues to get injured. And now next year he's gonna go in, knowing Nate Pearson, he's gonna play in about fourteen total games this season in the minor leagues, even though he's supposed to be getting innings pitched. I bet you over the last four years, this guy's pitched less than a hundred innings in the minors, and they have him as a starter. Put him in a fucking bullpen. Let him pitch one inning. If he can't pitch a hundred innings over five years. Get let this guy fucking pitch a little bit. Let him get in there as a bullpen guy, and maybe he'd be that guy that we need in the eighth inning. Yeah, give him a chance. Why the hell not? I just, I, it, it's, it pisses me off. Yeah, I, I, but I completely agree. So before the year, like you weren't the only one. I think, uh, like MLB came out with their power rankings, and Blue Jays were number one. They were the World Series favorites in all the books. They were, they were up Dodgers there with them. them. Yeah, I would say, I would say right now, Blue Jays are probably on the edge or falling out of top five teams in baseball because of their starting rotation, because their hitting went through such a cold streak because they don't really have any good left-handed bats. They're not the greatest in the bullpen. They like the, like you said, they got one guy that they can really rely on game in and game out in the starting rotation. And other than that, it's kind of a toss up and whether you're throwing out Barrios, Gosman, Kikuchi, I just bet the over when Kikuchi's in because you know, he's not even going to make it out of the fourth inning. Like it's it's <laughs> tough right now, and then you got Chicken Strips who's coming in. Is Chicken Strips great? Yes, but at the start of the season, if you were to tell me that your five starters included Kikuchi, who's struggling, and Chicken Strips, I'd be a little bit. I, I bet you the books wouldn't have had the Jays as the World Series favorite. 
Yeah, you're not wrong. But I'm not like upset with our roster just because no. there wasn't more, much more they could have done. Like, um, I think they replaced Ray and, and then some. Like Ray's struggling, as far as I know. Oh yeah, he's been terrible. He's, he's struggling. The Mariners, like yep. he was kind of like I guess they thought like, is it worth keeping Ray or is he just a guy that was like, you just like excelled in the system, like we, like the excelled as a J in one year. Pete Walker. Shit. Pete exactly, Walker right? works so, fucking magic. He's done it every year. So I'm not. I like the moves. I think our team is better than last year, and and it's better than if we kept the same team because uh, Semyon struggling mm-hmm. and Ray is both struggling. Those were our two guys, right? But yeah, Reese McGuire, however, is on like a fucking hit streak. He's, he got one against us last night at least. One and fucking he's on like a ten game hit streak. That fucking that. What a fucking masturbator. I was going to say, that fucking guy's just hitting balls sake- and jerking off in Walmart parking lots. <laughs> oh, okay, that's, the Reese, that's the Reese McGuire fucking <laughs> motto right there. Jerk off in I, parking lots and hit bombs, baby. I, I was going to say, for the sake of getting censored, I, I was going to say, I mean like fisherman, <laughs> like masturbator, you know what I mean? Like master, anyways. But you, said, you, you just fucking blew my cover immediately. <laughs> that is that. That's all I want to say. I just want to bring up the Jays quick. Uh, if you're looking for picks, don't come to me because I don't know what to feel about this team right now. But man, it's uh, hard to predict. They're so hot and cold. Eh? Like one week we're talking about them, like uh, World Series and ALSD. That's uh, baseball, though, right? That's baseball. They yeah. played the Yankees. I think they're still a good team. And I think uh, whoever they play in the playoffs, I think we have at least a round in us. Mm-hmm. I think we go. Yeah. I think we make it if. if yeah, I think we're a second round team at least. Yeah, regardless, if you're another yeah. team in the AL, in the AL, you don't want to pull the Blue Jays as a first round matchup. They they just no, hit too all. well. They could get hot, like they say in the playoffs. You only need three starters, right? You can go, you could roll Manoa, Gosman, Barrios, and roll it right back into Manoa if you really wanted to in the playoffs on four days rest and be completely fine. So uh, yeah, you only need that's where the starters. Yankees have a major advantage, though. Dude, all they, five of their guys. Derek Cole pitched so a no hitter into the seventh last night. Yep, and he and he has the he's got the highest ERA on that team. So yep, and that's their money guy. So like it just goes to show you how fucking good the Yankees rotation has been. Plus they got fucking Judge hitting fucking twenty five home runs at the moment or something twenty five twenty six. I'm still waiting for uh, him. Labor Torres is going nuts. I'm still They're waiting getting for good him and Stanton. From catcher. To fucking get injured. They've been injured every single year that they've been <laughs> together. Aaron Judge pulls his calf and is out for a month every single year. I'm kind of waiting for this to happen still. Like, it's just. Dude, if Aaron Judge, if Aaron Judge makes it through the whole season, he's going to get the fattest fucking oh. bag in the offseason. It's insane. It's crazy. He turned down. Isn't, like- isn't Otani up for, up for, like, due for a new contract this offseason, too? Yeah. And there was rumors that he wants out. Yeah. But. That's a fucking wild trade package and a wild. You've got to like, uh, what do you pay Otani? You gotta pay. You almost have to pay him like, like a Garrett Cole pitching contract plus like a Tatis. You know what I'm saying? Like when you gotta pay him like for both, right? Because yeah, he hits every night and he plays right field. So you gotta pay him. Who's the top right field? You almost gotta give him a judge, maybe like slightly less than a judge contract plus. Uh, like almost like maybe nearing an ace level pitching contract. Yeah, I would guess. I'd guess you the starting point for Shohei Otani will be around three hundred million. So you, I'm not taking a deal over that. At least million. five. I'd say That's five. Five hundred I mean. mil. Jesus Murphy, that would be what wild. Did, what did Seager get? What did Corey Seager get? I think he was like. I thought he was like three fifty, wasn't he? 
Yeah, and Otani's going to get way more than Seager. Are you kidding me? He has to. I don't know, man. Look at Otani's pitching numbers this year. They're not the exact same as last year. If he threw up the back-to-back seasons of what he did. What is I it? I, I want to say that he has a losing record and an ERA above 350. Oh, fuck. That team is in champions, I want right? to say. If I, if I had to guess off the top of my head from the last time I checked, if he had a, I, and I'm the biggest believer in Shohei Otani. I said if he did what he did last year again this year at the plate and on the mound, I would consider him the best player to ever play the game. Yeah, I, I do remember you saying that. So well, he's got what, a 328. That's pretty good, dude. Okay, so it's 328. Dropped. What's his record? Um, His record is five and four. So five and four, 328. He's kind of pulled it back together here after a tough start to the season. Dude. But that's a great pitcher right there. You know what I mean? 328, like 500 million would be wild. Would be what did Gossman get? Uh, 120 or here. What did what did what did Barrios get? What did we re sign Barrios for? Because if you give him a Barrios level pitching contract per year, what does Barrios get? It's got to be Kevin Gossman, five years, 110. I guess 120. Actually, that wasn't so bad there, boys. Right off the top of the fucking melon. Not so bad. Um, Jose Barrios got That's seven years, 131. What's that div- divvy down? Uh, fuck. Like per year. I don't Fucking my math is off He's today. making 10, 15, 17, 18, 18, 24, 24 is what Barrios So 20, is. so around 20. So, <laughs> yeah. So he's going to get... so. Otani's got to get like around 20 a year just as a pitcher. And then plus, if he's hitting 45 home runs a year, he's going to get a Corey Seager. I'd say, well, Corey Seager has a position, plays shortstop. I mean, I don't know. It's going to be a hefty contract. If dude. I had to guess right now, it's going to be the biggest, on it. it's going to be the biggest contract in baseball. Nobody else does that, dude. He gives you way more value than anyone else in the league. I'd guess an eight, eight year, 425 is what I'd guess Shohei Otani is. 420. 420. <laughs> I, know, I just fuck the vibe there. Get, get I'd, say, I'd, say, <laughs> I'd say it breaks half a mil or half a billion. I'd say it breaks 500. Wow. You can put a bet on it. I, I, Too yeah, much I was going to say, man. holy fuck. I'll put if money on that. I, I was going to say, I will take under 450 million and you'll take over 450 million. Is that where? Oh, that's even better for me. But, yeah, well, I'll I don't do think, he, uh, dude, 500 million. There's literally one team in the league that could pay that. The New York the Yankees. Yankees are, yeah. Yeah, the New York Yankees is the only team in the league that could pay a $500 million Yeah, contract. but if you get him at like less of a premium because it's one guy. Because you can pay a pitcher of his level and, uh, and a hitter of his level and you'd still be over that. Yeah, you might $400 million might. I got under four fifty. We're locked it in. Okay, <laughs> no, I'll take over four fifty. I'll take over four fifty. <laughs> I gave you, you fifty mil. In? I gave you fifty mil. We'll uh All right. we'll bet an Otani jersey off a of DH gate on it, because that'll be like fifteen bucks. <laughs> All right, deal. <laughs> I'll ship it to your house right if it's over four fifty. If it's under four fifty, I'll wear it on the podcast deal. as soon as it comes in. And he's up this gambling, year. Gambling, gambling, gambling. Yeah, I believe okay. it's up this year. Okay, hell yeah. I love to hear it. I remember that hell one. Hell yeah. You're home of gambling. Bucks on Knox. And let us know. Boys. I want the fans. Yeah. We'll clip this. And I want to yeah. let. I want to hear the, anyone's take. Like, what do you think Otani gets as a free agent? 100%. It's a great debate to have. A great debate to have. It's going to be the biggest contract in baseball. What I did Garrett so Cole get the other fucking year? Didn't he get 300-something from the Yankees? Like a stupid contract. He did get. He He's the highest paid pitcher in baseball. Yeah, so that's what makes me think like Otani's gonna get like an insane amount. But so yeah, he's the highest paid p- 
pitcher in baseball, he's got three hundred twenty-four million over nine years. Yeah. So if, as long as okay, wait. It depends. We should probably break it down by like yearly value, rather than because he could sign like a he's bridge got an AAV to, uh, of thirty-six gonna, million. Is Garrett Cole? Garrett Cole. Yep. He's got so an AAV of thirty-six million. I don't think he's he's near a good of a pitcher as Garrett Cole. I think he's below him. What so do you if, think? If Garrett Cole's what do you think gets 28, 27. Yeah, but he hits, out my head. It's 47. You're talking about a pitcher. Why are we comparing him to Garrett Cole's contract then? That's what I'm saying. Like, you can't, like, if he's going to make no, but I mean, like, as if a you're... pitcher and another 20 as a hitter, there's 48 so that, no, million. I'm talking a about year. his total contract. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm asking. So you that's think he's going to make 48? I think he's going to make 45 mil a year for eight years, if I had to guess. Or 40. Or 40. Okay. Because like even like Garrett, okay, I'll Cole, say over forty. I'll say over forty. You want to do that one instead of the over four fifty? No. Okay, I'll do over four fifty though. Because guess what? Forty million a year for eight years is only three hundred twenty million. What'd you do there? Like, DK, yeah. pull out the calculator for a second. There I did. Was that? <laughs> I did. I couldn't do that math, dude. When we start talking yeah. about the fucking hundreds of millions of dollars, <laughs> yeah, just so yeah. far out of my league, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> like it's like I can't just rip that in my head quick. So yeah, forty mil for eight years is three hundred twenty million. I think he's gonna sign like an eight year deal. I can't see him getting paid more than forty five or forty mil a year. Okay, that's just Dude, me. Uh, so bets are locked or what? Locked in locked. bets. Uh, all right, let's fucking Ma- see it. Hey, dude, Scherzer gets paid forty three point three million. Yep, yearly salary. He just signed that this year too, didn't he? Bro, Otani's getting paid like fifty, bro. Even what's fifty by eight? I still think fifty by eight. I still I still get the dub. Four hundred million. Fifty more by money. eight. Fucking more wow. money you could spend <laughs> in like four. Or five He's gonna have to make sixty five like, million shit. dollars a year for your for oh, for over four hundred fifty million. That's why I was oh, like five hundred million is wild. Maybe he signs a ten year deal and then yeah, that changes yeah, right. Like then that then the hey, money. So what would you go yearly million. yearly yearly salary? What would you bet on? What would the over uh, like under? The over-under if you were to, if you were to take the under, what would you place the over under at? Forty five. I'd go over forty five. I'll say over forty five. I'll go under. Would you 45. take under? I'll go under forty five. So we got two separate bets going, or one it. bet. I think I'm locked in even more. No, one bet, one bet. So one make bet? this good. Make this good. One okay, bet, well, and it's 40, only the yearly salary. Forty seven and a half. If it's a one bet deal, forty seven and a half million. Okay, I'll say over so that's, still because that's that's what seven or six million dollars a year or more than Scherzer. So yeah, I'd say under forty seven and a half million dollars a year. Okay, I'll say I think he clears fifty to be honest. Okay, forty seven and a half. I'll 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 lock that in. All right, forty seven. <laughs> that's a fucking over. I got the over deal, dude. If he makes more than forty seven and a half million, I'm gonna bro. fucking hate Shohei Otani. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you just got to think, dude. He's like a. He's like a fucking who's like a comparable slugger to him. It, last year, Vlad. It has got to be Vlad. So he's like a Vlad in your lineup every night, and then he's a fucking good starting pitcher too. So my thing is Vlad. I think is going to make two eighty to three hundred somewhere in that range, probably. Um, so is be so good if he does if if Shohei gets oh, over forty seven and a half, is he a hundred million dollars? Is he worth a hundred million dollars more than Vlad? Well, it, then it comes back to term. That's why I wanted to do the yearly over yeah, under. That's fair. Anyways, we're spending too much time. I want to know what everyone else thinks. I'm Imagine saying it lands forty-seven five. <laughs> <laughs> we just do all this for a push. <laughs> yeah, avoid bet. All right, I'll fucking uh, yeah. I say mate. I say over forty-seven and a half. And you know what? I think if we make this a clip, most people agree with me. 
What? Okay. So we'll make this a clip. Is that a side right. bet? Side bet right there. <laughs> I'm, so com- I'm so confident. I'm so confident in 47 and a half. It's insane. But if we were to clip the first thing, like we originally said, I think people would be on my side saying this guy's not making half a bill in the league. There's only one yeah. team in the league that could pay that. So I think you I think you're right. People might say he's worth more than 47 and a half mil. I just I don't see him I don't fuck, it's tough, man, cuz I see him signing like I said for like 400 million probably, 380. But like that's tough cuz I'm on the opposite that side all of it. Depends now. On term. We bet yeah, it down. We bet it down. 47 and a half mil is the AAV. I like it. He's not worth more than 11 and a half million dollars than Garrett Cole in my opinion. Okay, that's a tough one, but I don't think so. Okay. I don't He's really doing. It, but. I'm just letting you know. I'm pretty sure, like uh, maybe before last night, because I know Garrett Cole had an unreal start last night, but he's pitching just about as well as Garrett Cole was, and he goes deep every game. Yeah, I'd say I'm saying he's a good. I'd say he's an ace pitcher on most teams. On most shitty teams. Yeah, but still, that's I, I'm saying like over over half the league. It's his bat that's going to get him paid even more too, right? The guy doesn't fucking miss a pitch. It seems like he doesn't strike out. It's his bank. Yeah. I, I just think his bat's got more longevity than his pitching does. Okay, we'll do it 47 and a half, dude. I'm fucking, I'm so confident. It's insane. All right. Locked in. <laughs> that's final. And Bro, he's uh, going to get the fattest bag you've ever seen. Yeah, probably. probably. <laughs> remember, yo, remember like back in the Back in the day, in like two thousand, like four or five, early two thousands, they used to just pay like baseball players stupid amounts of money to do that. Like Alex got Rodriguez was making like million dollars a m- fucking in every eating. day, pretty yeah, much. Like, <laughs> 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 getting paid eighty or eight hundred thousand per at bat at one point or yeah. some shit like that. I was fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> like wow, how much like silly. dude. Teams um, baseball was buzzing. So what? What's but the? Yeah. Uh, what would you guys agree was the uh, being like uh, the reward if you win the bat? A jersey? Shohei Otani jersey. jersey. All right, it's locked in. You or guys how about agree? a jersey of the winner's choice? How about a jersey of the winner's choice? Off of DH gate, big fucking yeah. asterisks. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> the site with the choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's like shit from China.com, basically. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I want to mention. Uh, um, sorry. Go ahead, Stu. <laughs> We should, um, oh, there's no way to do it. I want to do it like it would be tough to look back, but fucking, it would be sick to do a giveaway if we got like 10 people or something. So 10 people enter our giveaway or something. And then we gave them like hats if they won the thing. It was like, if they, we gave them the option to pick the over, the under, and then whichever one hits, whoever hit that fucking, whoever hit the, the winning over or like the winning fucking bet gets a free hat. Well, let's do it. Let's. Why don't we? Why don't we say like uh, we? We won't set a date because, or anything, but we'll because say because people forget about it, dude. Because if they if they answer now, they'll just forget about it, and the hat won't mean anything to them. And we will fucking have to go back and see who fucking answered our shit. Like, well, so I don't here's even know if there's a way to do that. Here's how we'll do it then. If you're listening to this podcast and you're following the boys on Instagram, we're gonna post that clip. You go underneath and you comment under 47 and a half or over 47 and a half. And then you just tally up the results from who commented on the Instagram. You can listen. Well, fuck, I don't want it to go viral and like 400 people say fucking over and they win it with me. Then the fucking jersey you fucking I get means nothing because I also have to buy 1,400 fucking hats. (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. Well, well, you don't have to give everyone a hat. Why don't you say, you know, get get entered to win a hat. Here, here, let's say this and see if anyone's actually listening. Let's say this. Let's say this. If you think, or if you have an opinion over, under, DM it to us. DM it to us on Instagram. Yep. 
Bucks on Nucks. Bucks on Nucks. DM us on Instagram if you think it's the over or the under. Make sure you DM it to Bucks. If you're DK's friend, don't DM it to DK. If you're Ty's friend, don't DM it to Ty. If you're my friend, don't DM it to me. DM it to the Bucks on Nucks IG so we all see. DM it there. Say, if you think it's going to be the over 47 and a half or under 47 and a half, show Ochani's upcoming contract. And then, well, no, we'll post the clip still, but we won't post the clip of like a giveaway. But we'll say, we'll give away to the true listeners who are listening right now. If you win that fucking, if you make the winning bet on the over-under of Shoei Tony's upcoming yearly salary, we will give you a free Buckton Nucks hat yep. delivered to your door. Yep. That's one good deal. deal right there. Why the fuck wouldn't you? All right. Anyways, we well, just wasted uh, 30 minutes. We haven't even gotten the fucking itinerary here. So, No, we I haven't guess. even started yet. <laughs> hey, since we're talking about oh, we baseball, should. though, I, I want to bring up something oh, I saw fuck. a couple weeks ago. And, and we'll go quick on this one. But, uh, fuck, did you guys see the team there? They had uh, every time a player went up to bat, they were playing Nickelback there. Did you guys that see that? The, oh, yeah. I want to talk about this, too. That was the Angels speaking of Otani, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll make it quick. But, yeah. Listen yeah, to this. Did you see it? So they're trying to snap the skid by playing Nickelback every fucking walk up, right? Did you I see? I can't believe it didn't work, did, dude. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear Nickelback the hour, same, baby? The same uh, losing skid they were trying to snap. Joe Ma- Madden, ex-manager of the Angels, shaved it or shaved his head into a mohawk. He got a mohawk to try and like pump up <laughs> the boys and try and shave it. Bro, before he even got to reveal it to the team, he got fucking canned. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I did hear fired. something like that too, eh? Fuck it, got hell, fired, man. so the guy just has a mohawk for no reason. I just picture him well, walking into s- the manager's office and just like got his mohawk. Yeah, he's like, buddy, yeah, I'm going to show you- the boys. Fire them up. And he's like, Joe, take a seat. <laughs> you might yeah, be yeah, like, yeah. You might want that's to probably why I got fired right there. They're like, dude, we can't let you do that. You're yeah, like, yeah, that's the last draw. <laughs> yeah. Fucking 20 yeah, that, game losing. You skid took it too far this time there, buddy. You're fucking getting the hell out of our organization. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But, One uh, last thing on fucking of, baseball. One yeah. last thing on baseball. It might be a little yeah. bit of a rant here because I was fucking so pissed off. It just got sent to me literally right now on TikTok. Uh, the Blue oh. Jays have announced their July 4th hats that they're wearing and it's the blue jays symbol with the american flag in the background all red how fucking dumb is this this is maybe the stupidest thing i've ever fucking seen in my life if this is what the blue jays are doing for july 4th i better see every fucking team in baseball rocking a canada day hat on july 1st there is no No reason why the blue jays should have to support the fucking american holiday when nobody supports the canadian holiday nobody even gives a fuck about the jays on july 1st why do we care it's the stupidest looking hat the jays shouldn't have to wear it like that <laughs> it's just dumb I, I just i literally just saw it and thought this is the stupidest thing i've ever seen that is brutal yeah, yeah. i can't believe it was real i saw it too and i was like i can't believe that's fucking real dude it looked so weird to me there's like a I canadian maple leaf in the jays logo and then there's a fucking american flag like over top of it or like the background well there is quite a few like most of the players are american right so it's well it's it's for the american jays fan right it's it's probably what they're thinking doesn't exist wow fucking look at gooseman there he's like look at all the fucking uh fans over in detroit there i had no idea it was uh fucking so close to canada man he's pitching tonight bro fucking (laughs) let him go bro get get go easy on him please bro i need well what if he plays like shit and then i probably should be chirping him so i guess we'll find out if my chirps (laughs) were were needed or not but uh why why don't we uh get on with uh get get out of baseball here let's get get on with uh, the topics i actually mentioned at the start there we we didn't even check in with dk but i guess i don't know dk you're doing it all right eh 
yeah, I'm all, I'm you, all checked in. I'm all fired up. I'm sweating yeah. now. After we're, we're already into that. it. So. <laughs> yeah, DJ, right. how are you doing? Just kidding. We don't give a fuck. Anyways, <laughs> hockey. <laughs> all right. Well, well. before hockey, I want to go into the NBA oh. finals there. We'll, we'll get into hockey next, but NBA finals, Golden State got the W over the Celtics, won the championship, and uh, I don't know, I guess that might mean the Celtics aren't the balls, eh? You know, if you heard our last <laughs> couple episodes when we played the clip there, the Celtics are the balls. Episode didn't seem nine. that way. See, didn't yeah well didn't see that way in game six and then uh you got to feel bad for uh the guy there that got that celtics uh 2022 league champions tattoo i don't know if you saw that i think we might have mentioned a couple episodes ago but at the start of the yeah. season a guy got a tattoo on his arm fucking celtics 2022 league champions and uh fuck it was looking good for him until uh that final result came out but uh what did you guys think of that final result the odds of that like fucking tattoo checking out are so low at the beginning of the year especially like you had yeah, to feel bad for him right when he got dude, it he'd be a fucking he was, he, World yeah, he really got so lucky though like there's no way he didn't and wasn't like sketching out as soon as he got it because, has it like, been done a, before because i see that game. every year i think like is it, whether it's a stanley cup super bowl nba finals whatever the fuck it is someone has a tattoo when it comes sports to sports fans league. are crazy dude i don't know yeah dude. has one ever actually where the start of the year they're like i'm gonna get this tattooed on me and then it actually comes through i don't think i don't hey, think jamie, i can't can remember that seeing that yeah can you fact check jamie get the facts up here yeah. <laughs> but uh but yeah i fucking feel bad for that guy but uh it'll be uh, yeah well, fuck yeah i feel bad for him. i was gonna say that'd be like a, cost. Uh, yeah he's gonna cover that one up 100 percent, i would think but uh what'd you guys think of those final results i think you guys called it uh game six clay you were saying or something hey eh? like uh what'd you hey, guys think of that well you know what in final game. episode was it episode nine or ten fuck i don't even remember at one episode it must have been nine yeah it must have been nine I said the I was on Celtics because they had better defense. And then episode ten, I did a full switch up. I was like, "Boys, stop looking." It was down three two. I was like, "Boys, I'm changing my answer." So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I don't I, I don't have anything. I can't take credit for picking the Warriors because I picked the Celtics at the start. But a lot I of did people too. did. I can't lie. It I was, was like, like "The huge... Celtics are the balls. They're gonna win, and there's no other reason why." And they fucking yeah. lost. So I'm just gonna say no nothing further when it comes to this championship uh game but dk what'd you think of that uh final uh fucking or well the final series there so like i think on this podcast one of the first episodes i gave out originally i was on the bucks to win the championship yeah. and then about three or four episodes later when uh the bucks were down to the celtics i moved my chips over and i said the celtics are gonna win the championship and then last episode i said going into game six i thought the warriors are gonna win so i'm just as bad i'm fucking just rolling with the tides here going through the weed like picking through the weeds and see what's gonna happen i thought the warriors as the series went on it was just like you couldn't like they weren't gonna lose in my opinion like they're so experienced they're so good curry takes over games and then like we said last game game six clay was gonna come out and play andrew wiggins great to see a canadian boy win a championship you love to see it but then but but like i don't know the celtics just didn't have it they really shut down we talked about it on last episode they shut down tatum in the fourth quarter of every game that series and that's who they needed to get the job done and they and tatum just couldn't get past the uh, locks yeah, Stu was saying like how it comes – well, it doesn't come specifically down to just Curry and Tatum, but that's like the X factor in the game. And if either one of those guys is getting shot down, it's going to make a huge difference. And like you yeah, said, Tatum got shot down. And, the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I think you were right by saying that. But um, I also want to move on here to uh, staying with basketball. But there's uh, been a little bit of beef going on between Clay Thompson there that we mentioned and uh, Jaron Jackson. And uh, 
Not too sure what that's all about, but I know DK's got a few thoughts on that. Uh, DK, what can you tell us about what's going on there? Well, so if you haven't heard about it, Jaron Jackson sent out a tweet mocking the Golden State Warriors motto, which is like strength in numbers or something like that, in the middle of the regular season after his team beat the Golden State Warriors with a little bit of an asterisk. Draymond, Clay, and Steph weren't even playing in this regular season game. And Jaron Jackson, they get the win, and then he tweets out after strength in numbers. So Clay Thompson did not forget about it. And in his post game six press conference, was like, this guy's a freaking bum. What a bum. It pissed yeah. me off that he that he tweeted this out mid-season. Yeah, you know, learn something, win something, and come. Yeah, he called him a bum. He's like, oh this guy's God, a freaking yeah, bum. Yeah. He's treating him like fucking DK treats Philly fans, calling them yeah. bombs and scumbags and shit out there. <laughs> he was like, I saw this guy's tweet and it pissed me off. That's what he said. He's like, this guy's a freaking bum. And he's tweeting after a regular season game. So hold that L, sucker. It's what he said. I love that. I thought that was the best of thing. Of course all you time. do, buddy. He's saying, yeah. he's saying shit right out of your textbook, dude. Exactly. That's the same shit you'd be saying about Philly fans a couple weeks yeah. ago. Clay Thompson has been listening to Bucks on Nux. He's been taking notes on how to go on a ramp from the boys and he fucking put exactly. it into his post-game presser. I love it. Another thing, too, is even Draymond Green just having beef with everybody. Every single interview he's doing, whether it's on live TV, post-game press conferences, he keeps saying, fuck everyone else. We want and fuck everyone else. It's the best thing of all time. I love when a yeah. guy wins when a team or a guy wins the championship and then is cocky right after you just did the, like mcgregor hey won. like yeah. i'm gonna take this moment to apologize to absolutely yeah, nobody exactly. I thought, <laughs> that was I after fucking aldo was yeah no, that I think was that the was, double uh, champ that was Al- after alvarez because he was like, okay that was alvarez though yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah but the whole like pre- or leading up to that fight the guy was like talking shit about uh how he wants an apology from mcgregor like you could see the press yep. conference uh interviews and he, he's asking him for a for an apology and then after the fight so i want to take this moment to apologize and then everyone's like no way no way he's apologizing absolutely nobody that's the best shit ever dude it's, like it's the best thing moment. of all time nobody when you see someone yeah. reach the pinnacle and they're Fuck for draymond, one second though. one second draymond not humble about it draymond he does what he does man he talks his shit he's gonna be charles barkley and Shaq when he's done he's gonna be on tnt he's a polarizing figure holy fuck i that's think the he's day i fucking stop watching basketball <laughs> That's just my prediction. Draymond Green ends up on the TNT table once uh, Shaq and Barkley are gone because he's polarizing and he's won a bunch of championships. He can talk his shit. When you win three or four, I think it's his fourth. When he wins his fourth championship, talk all the shit you want, man. Go ahead. Like you are, you have reached the pinnacle of sport four times. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Fucking, yo, Clay's jokes. You see, he lost his hat in the fucking. Yeah, on the boat. boat. Dude, Flew he's off, been man. in shambles. He lost his hat on the boat. Did you guys see the oh, thing yeah. of him tripping and running over he some girl? that person? <laughs> yeah, he dummied her. Yeah, yeah. And then he <laughs> the lost his hammered, ring dude. in the confetti at one point. Like, this guy was in absolute shambles the other day. <laughs> at the fucking post Yeah, dude. Like, Yo, do did. you remember? Do you remember when the... I don't know if you guys remember, but it was the fucking... When the Raptors won the championship and then Drake went live no. after the fucking championship he's like hey clay clay when i see you wakeboarding on the lake this summer make sure you throw up the friendly twos eh? yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> make sure you say hi fuck yeah because <laughs> i guess clay was fucking chirping him or something that was funny oh yeah those guys uh i love when there's always like some friendly banter going back and forth I think clay always seems to be like caught up in these pretty jokes i like clay but uh draymond just doesn't do enough for me to fucking just the way he does it is just like uh 
I don't know, Kevin Cringy. Yeah, he rides coattails for sure. He rides the coattails as part of the big three. (laughs) He Ah. called out Dave Portnoy on fucking Twitter too. That's so funny. Did you see a fucking Portnoy showed up to like two games wearing or the one game he showed up to wearing Draymond is a jerk face in big in a big green t-shirt. Draymond is a jerk face, big white fucking font. (laughs) Standing right beside taunting him on the court side well nice. <laughs> or, originally it was like fucking porn i released a shirt and it was like kim jong-un something something and then draymond green on on the same list as like putin and fucking all these other guys and then clay and draymond came out and was like this guy's a fucking idiot that's so disrespectful and this and that so then he was like released draymond as a jerk face and then we kept it yeah, was like yeah. is this better like that's fucking yeah. hilarious dude that's hilarious. Night is hilarious oh my god yeah. i love that guy <laughs> Yeah, they were. He also, dude. Do you remember Draymond's wife was like, I couldn't. I was disgusted by what yeah. I heard, and I agree with Portnoy what he said because he, she said I was disgusted at what I heard about Celtics fans like chirping my fucking chirping kid. Like there's kids in the seats and stuff, and you guys are swearing and uh, yelling at at my husband and stuff like that, calling him profanity and shit like that. And then it was like, <laughs> I like that. My immediate thought was the same as what Portnoy said. He was like. He was like, then don't come to a fucking road game when your yeah. husband's a fucking asshole. Yep. Yep. He <laughs> was like, what do you mean? Obviously, there's going to be swearing. And if it's a fucking playoff game, you go anywhere, there's going to be swearing. Well, and then and they're going to be yelling at shit, chirping the players. Like it happens literally everywhere. Was I was like, going to say, and his wife's saying about not yelling profanities. There's kids in the crowd. And then here's Draymond at the fucking Golden State Warriors parade going, fuck everybody else. Is this live TV? Yeah, yeah. Fuck them all. It's like, yo, you you guys are a fucking joke. You and your yeah, wife dude, are both yeah, idiots. Yeah, Just sit yeah, down. Know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're a funny bunch, I guess. But. Yep. Well, with uh, you guys want to move on to a uh, little hockey here? Like, uh, yeah, we got the uh, yeah. Well, with the NBA finals wrapping up, we haven't had the uh, Stanley Cup finals wrapped up yet. That series uh, currently stands at two to one for the Avalanche. And uh, all I really have to say about this is, um, I'm kind of just glad the series isn't going to be a sweep because after Game Two there, when uh, Colorado won seven nothing or whatever it was, I was a little bit worried and uh, yeah, worried uh, just because. Yeah, man, and and worried because I'd hate to see the Stanley Cup Finals be a sweep, and also because I'm kind of rooting for Tampa in that because I've got money on them. But uh, every year, my wish is always just that the Stanley Cup Finals gonna either go to Game Six or Seven, or just so we can see some good hockey. You know, like I don't want to see a fucking sweep in the Stanley Cup Final. I guess an exception to that might be if my favorite team's playing, that I'd be fine with them getting the sweep. That'll but- never happen. <laughs> well fucking coming from a Leafs fan fucking uh you must be looking in a mirror saying that one but uh fucking this current series man it's uh it's been crazy like fucking game two there was what seven nothing for the avalanche and then game three there uh what was it last night uh seven to two or something insane yeah. like like these Statement game well Vasilevsky letting seven goals in what the fuck is that and then the game after they insane. bounce back and just come out flying so like it's hard to say which way this is uh, going to go, but I just want to get your guys' thoughts on the series so far, and I'm wondering if your predictions have adjusted at all after a few games into it now. Did I say Lightning? I said Lightning because of Avalanche. Yeah, you, say, still- you said Avalanche game one, and then Lightning yeah. series. I think. And, oh, fuck. I should have posted that clip right after the game, but or actually, no. I'll wait until the Lightning win it because I said Colorado game one, Lightning series. Yep. I was listening to yeah. Chicklets on the weekend on the way home. And uh, they were talking about how Tampa often struggles in game one. But they said, I'm not betting 
because Biz said, Biz asked Witt after they mentioned the game one struggles. He asked, do you think you're going to bet Colorado game one then? And he said, no, I'm on Tampa because Colorado said such a, such like a long rest. I think it kind of fucks with them a little bit like that, that, that long off. And I was, I ended up being right. They, they both said they agreed on Tampa. I said fucking Colorado and Colorado it was, but I'm still saying Tampa, the series dude, because I think it goes back to Colorado too, too. And all it takes is one team to lose at uh, or to lose at home because the home ice advantage yep. has been like, has been it. Well, it's been an advantage to say the least I'd <laughs> say in the, in the fucking playoffs every, every series. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. Well, definitely. I think Colorado going into uh, this game in Tampa Bay too. Their their playoff record away this year though has been incredible. Like aren't they like seven and one or something? I think I read playing away games. Like that's uh, not too heard of in the playoffs. Usually, like you say, the home ice advantage plays a huge impact in it. But I think Colorado's been like exceptional on the road. Yeah, well, Colorado's just steamrolling everyone. Well, I was going to say, going into last night, Colorado had only lost twice in the whole playoffs. They lost twice to St. Louis, they swept Nashville, and they swept Edmonton, right? They'd only lost twice in the whole playoffs, which is just wild to say. But the the craziest thing is, this is such an old slogan, and I never believe in it, but Tampa must fucking just harp on this in the room whenever they go down 2-0. It's not a series, or the series doesn't start until you lose at home. And that's yeah. what Tampa fucking always seems to go with. They were down 2-0 against the Rangers, and they hadn't lost at home, so the series hadn't fucking started yet. And just like this one, they were down 2-0 against Colorado, but they hadn't lost at home, so the fucking series hasn't really started yet. They pulled it out last night. I think they have what it takes to go all the way. I I also was on Tampa. I like Tampa. It, it was a really chippy game last night. If you guys were watching, there was a good fight in the middle yeah. of it of, of the game. Big scrums after every whistle. Every both teams are all into it. Corey Perry up to his old fucking shenanigans, putting his whole weight fucking on somebody's right. ankle. Pesky Perry, two. baby, let's go. Yep, I was gonna say. <laughs> you know what? Tampa is fun to cheer for. Um, this is the one, maybe one of the first cups where I don't. I could give a fuck less who wins. Because I, yeah. I'd be cool watching Kadri host a, or hoist a cup, McKinnon hoist a cup, McCarr, McCarr get one early. Jesus Christ, I'm butchering names right now. But uh, I'd, I'd be okay with watching Colorado guys. I'd also, like I said in the first, uh, when we first started talking about this, I love the storylines. I'd love to see Tampa win and be the best dynasty of all time. Yeah, but you're kind of like me in the sense where you'd rather, like when it's two teams, you don't really care too much about who wins like you'd be happy with either one of them winning you want to see it go to game six or seven like you don't yep. want to see a seven overtime bro yep. yeah yeah exactly That'd be fucking Fuck. electric yeah there's always that question out there like if you had to get a ticket to any game whether it be the super bowl uh game seven of the stanley cup playoffs and whatever i think fucking my answer to that is game seven of the stanley cup playoffs but i'm, I'm a We've never, way we, way bigger hockey fan than i am other uh other sports so that that's we haven't seen uh they were talking about this on fucking Chicklets, dude. We haven't seen a fucking uh, game seven overtime in the Stanley Cup Finals in in the salary been cap a, era. I don't think. Yeah, been fucking forever. I can't remember when that's last happened, man. I don't think it ever happened. Maybe like maybe. I don't know if it's happened in my finals. lifetime, man. I can't remember. In no, my it hasn't. Lifetime. That's what I'm saying. It hasn't. Yeah. No. Um, but yeah, fucking. Um, I want to take it back a little bit here to what DK mentioned, uh, bringing it back to that that series between Tampa and Colorado. Uh, DK mentioned how game three, it was like super chippy. And I just got to say, like you mentioned Perry, these, these are the guys that stood out that game and I think are going to make the difference in the series when it gets to game seven or whatever, if it does come down to that, which I think it will. Perry, Patty Maroon, and of course, Nick Paul, because he does it all. That guy went oh, out there. He looked shit. like he was fucking, he looked like he could have popped his knee out or something. The guy's <laughs> limping like 
Couldn't even stand on one foot. He goes in the dressing room, comes out the start of the second period, I think it was. Fucking lights a goal up right away. Fucking guy's a goddamn beauty. He's got the heart of a hockey player. And uh, I think that could be the difference maker. Because when I look at Colorado, they don't really have the same kind of grit when you get down to their lower lines. Like, I'm trying to think who they got. They got Kadri would be a guy like that. And, fuck, I used to think him was a third or fourth line kind of guy. He's scoring 40 goals a year. I think Colorado's deeper on the front end. You think when it comes to grit and, like, chippiness, though, like, that they have? No, I I, uh, I just mean, like, deeper. Like, I don't know. Like, they just have, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like if you put I just mean yeah, maybe you're right in the sense like they have the better, uh, more skilled players or something like that. But I, I'm just looking at the grittiness and what we saw in game three, which I think was a big difference maker in that game. And it was guys yeah. like Perry, Maroon, and Paul that were lighting it up. Like they were the guys that I was watching that game and I saw them making the biggest impact on the ice that game. And then I just don't see those players on Colorado. Like I, I think when it comes down to those, you know, gritty games, the Tampa's got the uh, advantage in that. So. I think uh, Colorado wants to play the speed game, you know, and and not saying uh, McKinnon and Landeskog and them can't go in the corners and be a little little gritty, but they don't uh, have the peskiness that Pesky Perry's got, kind of thing, you know what I'm saying? So I think that could be a difference maker in this series. You can't go an episode without fucking mentioning Nick Paul. Eh? We may as well make him the cover <laughs> no. of the goddamn show. I looked it up plus 20,000 odds for Nick Paul and the God's Mike. Not going to happen. Never, never. No, never going to happen. It'd be going to Vasilevsky or fucking whoever else. Never going to happen. Well, but, I don't know. I think Kucherov hey, or Stamkos might yeah. be a better bet if he got, yeah. t- well, got I, fucking lit up for yeah. seven. Now. Yeah, after he let in seven yeah. goals, I think that might have shafted his chances. But yeah, Stamkos, I could see him getting it. Um, and like, if it goes the other way, yeah, Makar, fucking, there, there's so many names you could throw out there. I just, I remember last episode we were talking about it. I asked if Paul was on the list, and uh, I don't think on DK's app he had him on there, but I looked on the one I got. It was like plus 20,000. I just thought that was kind of funny. He's never going to win it, but fuck, what, what if he goes and scores a hat trick every game? Then maybe they give it to him. Yeah, never going to happen if, as well, luck. but yeah, hey, guy, what if? I, what if? I hope, I hope, uh, I hope he this does is it all where we stop talking about Nick Paul, dude. I was going to say, I bet Buddy, you there's an Ottawa Senators executive that's sitting there saying, did we ever fuck up trading Nick Paul? <laughs> Yo, oh, you know what? Actually, like fucking, <laughs> it's going it, to, time you will tell. You just start to hold up in the other conversation about this. <laughs> uh, here we go, Ty. I just was throwing yeah, a shot well, in there. I had to. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I won't go on too long about it, but I think uh, DK's got a point there. Like uh, fucking, if, if Matthew Joseph doesn't, uh, make an impact for the senators, but he already has made an impact. He scored like 12 points in 11 games, but if he doesn't light it up in the long run, they're going to be regretting that decision to trade Paul because Paulie, man, Paulie does it all. <laughs> but uh, fucking hell, man. Um, when it comes to hockey here, though, I'm not going to get too in- deep into the sends and that trade and all that. We could say that for another episode, but I just want to mention, as, as we're talking here, I'm getting notifications on my phone about all the different trophies being handed out. We got Shesterkin getting the Vesna. I think uh, Matthew's got the heart there. And then there oh, was one think? more I got a notification for. Did Matthew's he? won um, the Ted Lindsay and the heart baby. He's going home with all oh, the okay. fucking really? hardware. All the oh, hardware. David, I did not see that. T- oh, my what, God. What, what, what was the mean? other one? There was one other one I'm forgetting here that came. Oh, McCarr got the yep. Norris. That yep. was it. Yep. Yeah. So wow. those all just got announced. I just wanted to throw that in there because this I thought that was like, going to be Yossi, to be honest. Well, I thought Yosi was going to get the Norris. It's uh, popping up on my phone, and it's official. Right on. There you go. Awesome it's nice to, to throw it in there. Anecdote. 
it's nice to know I watched the best player in the league for 82 fucking games and then also said he was the best player in the league the whole time as a fucking Leafs I didn't fan. know Danny Heatley was still playing. God damn. <laughs> 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 You're watching Danny Heatley. What league is he playing in now? Beer league? Fucking. God damn. I got to get out to one of those games one of these days. He's on murderers. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, what's That's that? Joke. Let's just move along. That was a bad joke. That was a fucking bad joke. Well, I'm glad I missed that one. But uh, why don't we move on to some golf here? We saw some uh, more big names there joined Live Golf today. And uh, I think they've got like, what, five of the top 20 guys in the world now. And they're probably uh, probably not stopping at five. I wouldn't be shocked uh, to see some more big names move over there. But um, uh, DK, I know you had some thoughts on this. So why don't we hear it? Well, so I'll go specifically about today because just a little bit of a tease here. We have a former Division One golfer coming on next week who's also held the bag for a few tournaments for Brooks Kepka's brother Chase, who's a member of the Live Golf Tour, former member of the PGA Tour now. So I'm just going to give my little two cents on it as a casual fan, and we'll have even more of a deep dive in our first ever Bucks on Knucks interview next week with our guy, Matt Shalott. Our golf insider is what we're going to call him. So... Beauty. I this live golf tour is fucking wild. Like it, in terms of a business model, this is a business that doesn't give a fuck about making a profit ever. They don't care if they lose six trillion dollars in this fucking league. It's government funded, and this is where everyone's coming into a um a problem with it is that it's the Saudi Arabians that are funding this league. They're kind of trying to clean their reputation up of killing reporters and killing people for being gay, this and that. Like that's what Saudi Arabia is kind of known for in terms of world relations. Um, so they're trying to clean their Not name the best a little look. bit. Not the best look. <laughs> Not the best look. And you know what? A lot of Fucking guys are having. To, they're getting thrown <laughs> hundreds of millions. Phil Mickelson, two hundred fifty million. It was reported that they offered Tiger Woods seven hundred and fifty million to join this tour. So it's all about a morality debate. So you're seeing guys who don't really give a fuck about politics or morality, join this league. Brooks Kepka, Bryson DeChambeau, Dustin Johnson, Phil Mickelson. These guys don't give a fuck about morality arguments or whatever else. They just see a massive bag, as we were talking about with Shohei Otani, and they're like, I can't win this bag on the PGA Tour. I'm going to take this guaranteed money and go play six events a year and fuck off into the sunset after this because I really don't care. Uh, Brooks Kepka is the latest one. We did a little thing on our Bucks on Nux TikTok and Instagram. It doesn't surprise me whatsoever. Brooks Kepka's come out on different interviews around the world, PMT from Barstool, different things all the time saying, I don't really care about golf. I like making the money. I like living the lifestyle. I kind of find golf boring and go really. Yeah. And going on and on and on. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of a tough one here with the live golf in terms of the PGA. They're not going to be able to Jesus Christ, a little bit of a mid podcast. My cat just puked all over my fucking couch as I'm going on a rant here. Hey, hey, stop feeding the beers. Christ. <laughs> Holy fuck, give him the gravel. Oh, all right, he's fine. We're back into it. If he die, I mean, <laughs> little Kurt Cousins, if I die, I die. That's my cat's motto right now. But uh, going through with the live call tour, anyways, it's a tough thing it's for the PGA. too many to drink. <laughs> it's a tough thing for the PGA to compete with. If you, if you owned any company and you were paying people a certain amount of money and a different company that does the same shit as you came in and said, we will pay you 20 times what you're making right now. People are going to leave your company. It's going to be tough to survive. There's going to be a few things that I'm going to run by match a lot in terms of uh, uh, what I think the PGA is going to have to do to keep guys around. But what's your guys' take on this whole live golf thing, if you have any? Is Brooks Kepka and, and uh, Bryson DeChambeau the ones that had the beef yep. like last year? Yep. Right on. So that'll just carry right over. 
Oh yeah, and this live golf thing, they'll probably they'll probably pair him up for the first tournament. Like they'll probably put him together so and then have them yeah. both mic'd. Like that's what they're they're in it for the entertainment and this and that. They always say they're in it to grow the game. It's for the fucking Saudi Ravens to clean their reputation. That's what it's about. But at the really? same yeah, and like they don't even have a TV deal. It just streams on YouTube. Like it's all I'm not gonna like say is a- that they, they all I'm gonna say is this tournament is not gonna clear their reputation. But, uh, you know, go ahead and uh, give some golfers that are the best in the world some extra money if that uh, makes you feel better. But it's not going to solve any issues. But no. uh, other than that, other than that, when it comes to just like the the names going over there in golf, like I don't follow golf close enough to really have a strong opinion on it. But uh, all I know is if they got the best players playing over there, it's going to be a fucking hell of a tournament. It's going to be a great tournament. It's going to be entertaining. But uh, the, when it comes to the morality of all that, it's not going to change a damn thing. They're just spending a fuckload of money to, you know, make them feel better. That's how I see it. Yep. Absolutely. Trying to clean their reputation, clean their name and say, look at, we're paying all these yeah. Americans. And it's not going to do it. It's, that's throwing money at something is not make, uh, I guess some situation might make the, uh, the, uh, outcome better. But when it comes to like serious, uh, morality and, and fucking, you know, that kind of thing, like money's not going to solve it. Not going to no. do shit. Might make, it might be a worse look for them in the long run. It might be a fucking bad look, but, uh, as for the tournament itself and the sport, could be a great thing. Yeah, I think it's. I think yes, it's we'll great. find out. I think it's great for the the players. Anytime you can guarantee yourself a big bag, I can't really. Uh, I can't blame you for taking that life changing money. Realistically, to do the same thing that yeah. you're doing right now. I, yeah. If it was no, up to like if like like it's it's something like this. Like if if a fucking guy who was convicted of horrible crimes or something came messaged me on Instagram and said, "I'm going to pay you 150 million to do." Joe Blow's podcast in my basement twice a week. Like, I'm taking that. I don't care what his background yeah, is. I'm taking 150 million. You, fuck, you fucking traitor. I'd still do this one. What, I'm saying, <laughs> what if you said what if you said 150 million? It's fucking exclusive. You can't do Bucks on Nux anymore. It's 150 fucking million dollars. Because that's Hell, what Liv Golf is saying. treason. Oh, where's the loyalty? Holy that's what PGA shit. Tour is saying. PGA Tour banned people. If you go and play on the Live, you can't play on PGA. And these guys are like, it's fucking two hundred million dollars. Like I have to take this. Like it's it's one of those weird things where I I can't blame them um, for doing it. If if I was a a solo contractor like these golfers were, I'd probably be doing the same thing. As long as I'd I'd be I'd wait for the first tournament like a lot of guys did. Like Brooks Kepka probably talked to DJ this weekend at the U.S. Open and said, "Did you actually get that money in your fucking account or was it fake?" And then once he DJ said, "Yeah, it's, it got deposited first tee shot," then then Brooks probably went in. You know what I mean? Like. I just think it's fuck. You know what though? These the, these guys though, like on this platform, with that the kind of money they already have, like, do they really need the extra fucking two hundred million or whatever the fuck? Like, probably not. I mean, fucking, yeah, that, that's probably. another few. Oh, uh, maybe don't I need it, but I'm saying like it's still like a fucking life changing amount of money. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. But I mean, if you have that kind of platform and uh, you're being invited to this um, tournament and you want to kind of make a difference or something or make a statement out there to, you know, stand against what's going on in Saudi Arabia and that this would be the opportunity to do it. This would be an opportunity for these big uh, icons to go out there and say, I don't care how much fucking money they wave in my face. I'm not going to go play in this tournament because of the shit that uh, the, the people that are behind this tournament and who's putting it together and that. And I don't follow it close enough to know exactly the details of what's going on, but I know that uh, from, from what I hear that it's some corrupt, shit going on from the people putting it together like there's shady shit going on from those like the saudi arabian government and that and i think uh 
it'd be a great opportunity for a player to come out and say like, I'm not going over there because I don't stand in what they fucking believe in. And I think a lot of people would rally behind them if they did do that. Have you heard of anyone doing that sort of thing? Cause I haven't like, I don't know if any golfers have done that, Yep, but like I don't follow all, it closely. So. All five of the top five golfers in the world have said that. I think Morikawa came out and said that yeah. uh, John Rom came out and said, I don't care if they offer Good me 200 them, million, man. Justin Thomas, Rory McIlroy. Uh, some of the points like that they're that. making, I, I don't, I don't agree with. Like, I, I completely agree. Take a stand yeah. for what you believe in, what, regardless of what that yep. is, right? Whether you think, you know what, I take a stand and I just want to get paid, so I'm going to go over and I'm going to get paid, that's fine. If you're saying there's morality argument, like in terms of I don't want to go over and support this Saudi-funded league and whatever else, my thing that I don't necessarily love is that these people are like, oh, you grow up wanting to play on the PGA Tour. Well, guess what? If the fuck, like the Live Golf Tour wasn't around. Like there might be a, a fucking golf. If this live golf tour is successful, there might be a three-year-old right now that's going to pick up a club in a couple of years and be fucking dominating. And who knows if this guy's like, you know what? I want to go play on the live golf tour when I grow up because they, sure. they pay millions of dollars and I have to play six tournaments a year and I still get my sponsorships. And I still get this and that. That's just all. I, I, I don't really know. Like I said, we'll get more into it. Like the actual ins and outs and maybe a couple names that are going to be jumping over there. Cause like I said, we got an insider from inside the ropes at PGA tournaments, baby. We got our golf insider coming on next week. We're kind of fired up for our first ever interview. We'll get back more into it next week, but yeah, the, this live golf thing is maybe the most polarizing thing in sports right now. Yeah. Let's maybe save the rest of our thoughts on that for the next episode when we got the interview in that. And how about we move on to some UFC and uh, all I really have to say about this, uh, this, week is you know i hope you heard last week's episode because uh we made some picks before this past saturday's fights and uh, me and dk were on the the money with our picks there we picked the dog emmett to win which he did we also had holland to win which he did and then dk had a great call on the buckley pick i think i went against him on that but uh at the time when we were talking about it on the pod i was undecided flipped a coin went against him and uh dk's pick came through but uh, what'd you guys think of those fights there? It was a great weekend. I love the fucking, I love watching the fights, especially when they don't start at 10 o'clock. I like the early fight night cards. You get to watch all of them. Yeah. Um, whatever else. Like I said, it was one of those things where the name of the last podcast was fucking bang on. We printed money on that yeah. card. Josh Emma was like a plus 200 underdog. I think at the time of closing, Buckley was plus 210. Holland, Holland had some juice. He had to pay for the juice or whatever else. But you know what? We fucking knew yeah. it. Uh, like we were bang on with those picks. I, I literally said on the podcast, if it's up to if it's up to me, I'd listen to Ty's picks over my picks. We were kind of on the same page. When in the UFC, when Ty and I put our heads together and we kind of agree on a pick, I'm telling you, 95 percent of the time that pick is hit. Like if we see it we the same missed, way, yeah. No, if we see it the same way, it fucking hits, man. And it, it was a great thing. I I sent something in there. I couldn't stop laughing at fucking a guy who fights in the UFC who has to miss a fight because you had to put a sock on. Um, Joe oh, yeah, on. guy needs to retire. <laughs> gonna say, I had God. cowboy in that one. I, I was too. hoping. And like, if the guy's, if the guy's putting his sock on and his knees locking up, I imagine cowboy could have fucking rocked him. Dude. So I think cowboy would have won if that fight happened and they 100%. might run it back. Like that was, that was supposed to be on the card that had Shemayev and Burns, I think, right? Or, yep. or at least one of those big pay-per-view cards and it keeps getting pushed back. But yeah, maybe time for Joe there to retire. But, yeah. um, you did mention how when we put our minds together, we nailed the picks. So I'm uh, curious what picks you have this Saturday coming up here. But uh, I'll throw out my picks that are coming for this upcoming UFC fight night. And I haven't made all my picks for the card yet, but I think there's a couple locks here. And one of those is Umar Nurmagomedov. Um, 
he's uh i think the cousin of uh khabib there yep and uh, i think he'll get the win and then also i've got uh rockamon i've probably said that wrong but i got him winning over neil magny not a huge fan of magny i just find his fight style is kind of boring with wrestling and that but uh both those guys are uh, pretty heavy favorites though so not a ton of money in those picks but you throw gamrot he was a plus 240 underdog in the parlay there which is uh the odds when i last looked at it then we're talking because that'll bring your parlay up to plus 33 or 333 odds on the app that I'm using, but uh, could be, could be even more on the app you're using, but I'm probably going to give that a shot, uh, a shot. And then as for the other picks on the card, I'll uh, just uh, put them on the IG page or something like that. So keep an eye out for those picks on Saturday. Uh, I'm curious, uh, DK, what picks you've got though. If we got the same ones, definitely hit them. I'm I'm right with you on the Umar Nurmagomedov. I think this guy's on an absolute tear to the top of the bantamweight division. He's 14 and 0. This will be his biggest test. He's fighting a guy who's 14 and 1 uh, on the card this yep. weekend. But I still like Umar Nurmagomedov. And if you want to put some juice on him, get him for uh, bet him to get a finish because I think that he does. He goes out there and he does the same thing as Khabib does, where he goes yep. and beats the fuck out of people. Maul him, they, just yeah, fucking maul him, and they just can't. Uh, and, hey. If you got a hunch though on the other guy, their fucking odds are huge. Like, what is it like plus one thousand for the other yep. guy to win? Like, yep. if you have a hunch, which I don't have a hunch on this one, if you have a hunch on that, fucking throw a couple of little dollars down. You might, you might get a free couple of fucking pitchers at the bar for that. Yeah. But uh, DK, continue with your pick. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. I nope. just had to get it in there. Exact same thing on the co-main event. I'm all over. Shavkat Rachmanov over Neil Magny. I fucking hate Neil Magny. I think he's one of the most boring people in the UFC right up there. And I, people <laughs> are going to hate that I say this with Aljamain Sterling. I hate watching his fights fucking too. Yeah, me too. I hate watching Neil Magny. He's boring. He doesn't hit hard. He doesn't have a great ground game. He doesn't submit anybody. Yet he's got a 26-9 and nine record here in the MMA. So it's like I'm chirping him. But, I mean, obviously, guys, tough as fucking he's nails. Good. I just find him boring. He's good, but he's boring. So, yeah, give yeah. me the undefeated Rachmanov. And then I'm going against you. In the main event, I got uh, Saryukin. Last time I watched Saryukin, I think I really, I really, really liked him and watching him fight. Um, yeah. I don't know much about this guy that he's fighting. If I'm going to be 100 honest, but I'm a guy who, uh, what I'm a what you did for, or, yeah, what you did for me lately kind of guy. And Saryukin yeah. has done a lot for me lately in terms of gambling on UFCs. So I like Saryukin in the main event. Those are my three okay. picks. Another random one that I like to throw out there. Uh, they they're bringing in a new guy. I'm pretty sure for this middleweight fight, Rodolfo Vieira versus uh, Chris Curtis in middleweight. I like Chris Curtis a lot. He's kind of one of those guys that looks like he he yeah. could end up being a problem. So give me Chris Curtis in that one too. If you if you parlay up Curtis, Nurmagomedov, and Rachmanov, you're going to get close to even odds, and I like that parlay a lot. Yeah, I like that too. I'm going to probably lean towards the uh, Curtis pick as well. and uh, But I'll, I'll put those officially out on the IG page on Saturday, like I mentioned, so keep an eye out for those. But uh, it'll be interesting. I, I'm kind of surprised they've got Gamrod as a plus 240 underdog because his record's like what? He's lost one fight. He's like 21 and 1 and 0 or something like that. Like it's that could not be entirely accurate, but I'm pretty sure it's something along those lines. And he is uh, he's one hell of a fighter. So I think he might even just walk right through his opponent. But we'll see. Mm -hmm. He's not the favorite. So the odds makers don't think he's going to get the win. But I do. But we'll we'll figure it all out um that's our final topic i don't know if you guys got any final thoughts before we get out of here this this would be the time we just went this whole episode without even mentioning the sunglasses <laughs> we we're just doing it for us and <laughs> yeah. yeah you know it's crazy there is no explanation right just, 
No, fucking well. I joined the thing. Stu's got the Blues Brothers look going. So I look around my table here. Like, what do I know? There's a pair of glasses lying right there. Throw them on. DK joins right after we're joking about having them on. And fucking DK reaches behind him. He's got a fucking pair of glasses <laughs> sitting right there too. So I don't know what it is, but I guess everyone that runs a pod, everyone that runs a podcast must just have a pair of glasses lying right beside the fucking table or something. Eh? But uh, yeah, man in black, fucking Blues Brothers, whatever. But uh, we're rocking the shades here. I'm going to start doing this shit in fucking full tuxedos, four-piece suits, and sunglasses. Yeah, next week, it's it's the glasses this week. Next week, it'll just be like a fucking dress shirt. And then a tie will be on there. And then he's got the suit. Next thing you know, he's wearing a fedora. (laughs) God damn. I'm going to look like a fucking mob boss from the... Genovici family. That's, that's all his, his gambling Genovese. winnings. Eh? Every, every t- Genovese. <laughs> guy keeps winning gambling picks and fucking buying all this fucking, uh, you know, dress clothes for it, eh? That's all the fucking profits are going towards. Buddy, I don't win shit. You guys are the <laughs> ones that win stuff. Well, no, why you are you trailing lose. these picks, buddy? Let's go. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I, I, I do win when I do bet. I just haven't uh, fucking, I guess I don't. Oh, my God. Did the cat just fucking fall off the table? No, that's uh, catch drunk, eh? You fucking giving it too many beers, puking and stumbling all over the fucking place, eh? <laughs> it's, it's, it's actually, yeah, it's having a seizure on the floor right now. Just fell off the kitchen table, so you know, whatever. Really? No, it's fucking no. Come oh. on, now. <laughs> what do you think? You think I'd still be sitting here? I'm not that bad. Of yeah, he says it that casually. Yeah, he's just having a seizure. I'm watching him. Yeah, fucking. Might have a fucking Caesar while I watch him have a seizure. There, I'm, I'm a scumbag, but I'm not that big of a scumbag. Like, what the hell is it doing? It sounds like it's going through the covers. Like, where's my fucking cereal? No, that's the something uh, a Philly thing. fan would do. Hey, fucking DK, fucking Philly fan probably watched your fucking cat there just suffer, not do fuck all. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's what Philly, they'd just be like. They'd look at it and they'd be like, "We're not taking it to the vet. We'll just get a new one." That's the, that's a Philly <laughs> fan model right there. That's not my model. That fuck was just, no. I, that was basically my timer going off. That was the girlfriend coming home with a fucking fresh pack, splash pack of the Coors Seltzers. I'll probably oh toss God. about six of them in the fridge and just down them all right after this podcast, sitting out on the balcony. Hell yeah. Oh, shit, I apologize then. I thought it was the fucking cat spaz. No, it's no apologies the, it's needed. The fucking, that's the timer. <laughs> if, there, if there actually is Philly fans that listen to this, I just want to say, go Eagles. That's all They've I'm saying. They've already stopped listening. Well, you stop, well, if I've there's one of you that's everyone. just like, yeah, you're probably dead, but if there's one still out there hanging on for this moment, <laughs> go Eagles. <laughs> so, I don't know how I many like states Eagles. there are. If there's 52 states, we got 51 states that listen, and the Philly fans have all tuned out by episode two because I went pretty hard yeah. on during that Raptor series. Yeah. And I don't well, take Was it episode one or two? One or two, yeah. It was one or two. I don't take it a word. It started off with the Yandel scratching. Yeah, yeah that was, that that was episode one, I think, dude. I yeah. think it was episode one, maybe. Like, I still right can't off believe. The bat, DK's like, fuck Philly. <laughs> fucking scumbags. Hey, I see him out in the street. I'm rolling down my window. Fucking, yeah. it's like uh, fucking D. Clay Thompson out here calling people fucking bums. D. Clay. <laughs> D. Clay. That was great. That D. was great. D. Clay Thompson. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> but, uh, anyways. You got to uh, set the ground rules, man. We give out our, our three fucking. What are our three models that's come with the now? Our UFC picks are locks. Yep. Yeah. Philly fans are scumbags. Yep. <laughs> yep. And we got to have one more. 
What's Fucking a running theme? Steez and the Blues Brothers. I don't know if we want to make this a running theme, though. No, no. <laughs> I can I barely see, fucking see my screen, dude. That's what I'm saying. I can't see shit. <laughs> it's so hot out that's today. Not, my fucking not. glasses were fogging up in like five seconds, dude. I can't even <laughs> fucking see out these things anymore. <laughs> Let's actually never do this again, actually. Yeah, that's a one-time thing. You know, special occasions, eh? <laughs> no, what what that's I'm going to do next week is fucking, I'm, I'm growing it out. I shaved it all off. I'm growing it out now. I'm going to rock a matching stash to tie next week. I got a lot of Let's comments. Let's go. I, I, dude, there was a lot of Holy comments fuck, from a couple. Porn set. Can you even smell anything with that fucking thing, Ty? <laughs> Buddy, I don't want to fucking. It, it's pros and cons, right? Like, if I You look like uh, fucking Oswald Mosley, buddy. Oh, fuck. Don't say that, dude. Like, you I'm more like. Ar- what? Fucking Arthur, buddy. He's got a nice stash, too. What are you saying? Fucking Mosley or whatever the fuck. Yeah, like, Arthur. You guys got a nice stash. Peaky Blinder season six out now. Yeah, fuck! Don't spoil it. I haven't been through Peaky Blinders yet. Oh my god, that's a great show, man. Yeah, well, I'm on episode four, and there's only six episodes in the last season, right? Yeah, yeah. So we're getting there, but I don't have fucking. Let's fucking wrap it up. I think uh, DK's getting the fucking chop. DK's getting the fucking cutoff signal. We're fucking uh, getting out of here. I think, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the call? It's the beauties of fucking not having a studio, boys. The beauties of not having a yeah. studio. Hey, one day. Yeah, one, one day. day. Yeah. Hey, Thompson a in goal. a goddamn studio. I ain't fucking hell. But, By uh, episode 200, let's all have a fucking studio. Yep. Right, yep. It'll be big time. Episode 200. That's 100%. our goal. 100%. Box on Nux Studio. Let's fucking get it. All right. That's a wrap for episode of 11 of Box on Nux. And thanks for listening. Make sure to check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and now TikTok as well, because thanks to Stewie J here, we're in the TikTok game. And uh, also uh, check out our uh, gambling picks. We'll be posting those on our social media pages and also drop a five star review down for the podcast if you enjoy it. And uh, check out the other podcasts on showbile.com as well. And finally, if you can't be cool, be careful. And if you can't be good, be good at it.